0: This is our devotional commentary for Judges chapter 21. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now the men of Israel had sworn at Mizpah, No one of us shall give his daughter in marriage to Benjamin. And the people came to Bethel and sat there till evening before God, and they lifted up their voices and wept bitterly. And they said, O Lord, the God of Israel, Why has this happened in Israel, that today there should be one tribe lacking in Israel? And the next day the people rose early and built there an altar and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the people of Israel said, Which of all the tribes of Israel did not come up in the assembly to the Lord? For they had taken a great oath concerning him who did not come up to the Lord, to Mizpah, saying, He shall surely be put to death. And the people of Israel had compassion for Benjamin, their brother, and said, One tribe is cut off from Israel this day. What shall we do for wives for those who are left, since we have sworn by the Lord that we will not give them any of our daughters for wives? And they said, What one is there of the tribes of Israel that did not come up to the Lord to Mizpah? And behold, no one had come to the camp from Jabesh-Gilead to the assembly. For when the people were mustered, behold, not one of the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead was there. So the congregation sent twelve thousand of their bravest men there, and commanded them, Go and strike the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead with the edge of the sword, also the women and the little ones. This is what you shall do. Every male and every woman that has lain with a male you shall devote to destruction. And they found among the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead four hundred young virgins who had not known a man by lying with him, and they brought them to the camp at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan. Then the whole congregation sent word to the people of Benjamin, who were at the rock of Rimon, and proclaimed peace to them. And Benjamin returned at that time, and they gave them the women whom they had saved alive, of the women of Jabesh-Gilead, but they were not enough for them. And the people had compassion on Benjamin, because the Lord had made a breach in the tribes of Israel. Then the elders of the congregation said, What shall we do for wives for those who are left, since the women are destroyed out of Benjamin? And they said, there must be an inheritance for the survivors of Benjamin, that a tribe not be blotted out from Israel, yet we cannot give them wives from our daughters. For the people of Israel had sworn, Cursed be he who gives a wife to Benjamin. So they said, Behold, there is the yearly feast of the Lord at Shiloh, which is north of Bethel, on the east of the highway, that goes up from Bethel to Shechem, and south of Lebona." And they commanded the people of Benjamin, saying, Go and lie in ambush in the vineyards and watch. If the daughters of Shiloh come out to dance in the dances, then come out of the vineyards and snatch each man his wife from the daughters of Shiloh, and go to the land of Benjamin. And when their fathers or their brothers come to complain to us, we will say to them, Grant them graciously to us, because... We did not take for each man of them his wife in battle. Neither did you give them to them, else you would now be guilty. And the people of Benjamin did so, and took their wives, according to their number, from the dancers whom they carried off. Then they went and returned to their inheritance, and rebuilt the towns and lived in them. And the people of Israel departed from there at that time, every man to his tribe and family, And they went out from there, every man to his inheritance. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Since Israel is spiraling downward into further decadence with each of these final chapters, I guess we can be relieved that the book, mercifully, comes to an end with Judges 21. The war against Benjamin hardly solved Israel's problems. Once their anger cooled off, 11 tribes realized they had just eliminated a tribe from the nation, and they began to weep. How quickly the story moves from the destruction of Benjamin to sorrow over Benjamin Apparently, Israel's previous goal had been to eradicate them. In a fury of vengeance for the rape and murder of the Levite's concubine, the men of Israel had combed through Benjamin's territory, wiping out all human life and livestock, leaving only a trail of ashes and smoke. Just 600 men survived, having fled to a stronghold in the wilderness. And Israel has a new problem. When they assembled to declare war against Benjamin, they also swore that none of them would give their daughters in marriage to any Benjaminite survivors, thus guaranteeing their extinction within a generation. But now, Benjamin's brothers are feeling compassion. They're troubled by the thought of a missing tribe. The problem is obvious. The only way to reestablish the tribe is to find wives for the 600 men who are left. But in light of this vow, where would these wives come from? The Israelites solved the problem by killing more of their own people. Nobody had come to the war from Jabesh Gilead, so two convenient conclusions are drawn. They aren't under the same oath, and they deserve to be punished. All the men of the city are killed along with all the women who are not virgins. This tactic provides 400 wives, or two-thirds of the number needed. The remaining 200 Benjaminites are sanctioned to help themselves to any suitable women who are dancing at a festival in Shiloh. If any brothers or fathers gripe about the kidnapping, they are simply to be informed that the war against Jabesh Gilead didn't yield enough girls. And besides, the folks at Shiloh weren't breaking the vow because they weren't giving their daughters to Benjamin. Their daughters were being taken. It's hard to fathom the bitterness and grief and resentment that accompanied these solutions. The final chapter of the book is just one more exhibit of how everyone did what was right in his own eyes. The nation is in need of a king to stabilize it, defend it, and lead it in the ways of the Lord. And so we too yearn for our true king, whose return will bring in perfect righteousness. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.